Hey guys, it's Jared with the Shooting Institute sitting here. We have a special rendition of Twas the Night Before Christmas, a little TSI style. You might not have heard it this way before. Uh, we have a special guest here to read it. Uh, so now he's going to go ahead and crank it off, Twas the Night Before Christmas. Twas the night before Christmas and all over the range, pipe hitters were shooting steel as it rang. The cans were on the end of their rifles with care in hopes that the hitters' wives wouldn't hear. All the boys were wrapped snug in their kits, NVGs, helmets, pistols, these jokers were lit. Everyone looked awesome in their tactical crap. Instagram, post, photo shoot, camera, double tap. Then to our surprise, what should we hear? Snap, ring, pop, that shot wasn't near. Then off in the distance, maybe half mile away, was a guy with a rifle in the prone he did lay. We all took cover, online real quick. And then we noticed that guy looked like John Wick. Next thing we knew, he was on us in a dash, throwing cool guy gear out of his sack. LBX, LMT, SIGs, and Gators as well. New Breed, Lalo, Vortex. Hey, this dude is swell. Frog Pro belts, Bravo concealment, NVD nods. UF Pro clothes will look like tactical gods. Before we knew it, he was out of our sight, but we could hear his words echoing through the night. Running breeds cowardice, lifting is better. Bitch press on Mondays if you want to be a hitter. If you're going to operate, don't be a fool. The ABCs for hitters are always be cool. All right, guys, that was pretty good listening to Twas the Night Before Christmas. Hopefully you all liked it. Thank you to all our sponsors out there with TSI. Looking forward to uh, pushing this podcast in 2020. But before we close out, we want to go ahead and talk about the real story of Christmas. From Jeremiah chapter 23, verses 5 through 6, we know that uh, Jesus comes from the line of King David. The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will raise up David from David, a righteous branch, a king who will reign wisely and do what is just and right in the land. This is the name by which he will be called the Lord, our righteous Savior. This is reaffirming that Jesus is from the line of King David. We have the prophecy from 2 Samuel chapter 7, verses 12 through 13, which was actually spoken by Samuel to King David. When your days are over and you rest with your fathers, I will raise up your offspring to succeed you. You will come from your own body, and I will establish his kingdom. He is the one who will build the house for my name, and I will establish the throne for his kingdom forever. So again, prophesying the coming of Jesus. From the prophecy of Micah uh, chapter 5, verse 2, we know he was born in the tribe of Judah in the town of Bethlehem. But you, Bethlehem, through you are the, the small among the clans of Judah. Out of you will come for, from me one who will be ruler over Israel, whose origins are from of old and from the ancient times. Again, a prophecy of Jesus and where he would come from. And finally, we see in Isaiah chapter 7, 14, we know that uh, Christ is born of a virgin. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and you will call his name Emmanuel. The name Emmanuel means God with us and indicates the divinity of Jesus. So from the beginning to end, we see all of these prophecies. We see that Jesus is going to come from the line of uh, kings of Israel, in particular King David. We see a, a reaffirming of that through God in 2 Samuel uh, when he prophesies where Jesus will come from. 
And then in Micah, we see where Jesus is going to be born in the town of Bethlehem. And in Isaiah, in Isaiah, we see that he's going to be born of a virgin. Again, these are prophecies from the Old Testament that were fulfilled, and we can see them now in the New Testament. Jesus was born of the line of David in the town of Bethlehem in a, in a manger of all places, baby born in a stinking manger. And uh, he was born of a virgin. One thing to note um, for those of y'all who've deployed out there and been overseas, we know what a manger looks like overseas. I used to, we used to go down under the towns. There are holes. A lot of times there are holes in the ground and you go down and it's, you have to squat low. It's where all the animals go and sleep to stay warm under the ground. And the troughs are where the animals are fed, obviously, and it's made out of like mud and hay, those old, old style bricks. So it's not like a barn like what we might be used to here um, in, a, in a hay trough. It's literally a cave or a hole in the ground that goes under the ground and you have troughs and it smells like animal crap in there and piss and all that. I mean, it's pure nastiness. Um, and that's where the Savior of the world, that's where the Son of God, that's where Jesus Christ was born. But more importantly, isn't the fact that he was only born, but the fact that he lived a perfect life. He died on the cross and he rose again on the third day for your sin and my sins. So guys, remember, the real reason for the season is what was prophesied about in the Old Testament, what came to fruition in the New Testament, and what did the angel say when he talked to the, uh, to the shepherds in the field? I bring you good tidings of great news and joy, peace on earth, goodwill to men. Guys, God brings goodwill to all of us, and that's through the birth and then the life and death of Jesus Christ, but not just the life and death, the raising again on the third day. Y'all have a Merry Christmas and look forward to, uh, to talking with y'all in 2020.